what's the point of being brave? What's the point of sharing your story? Well, we think it is the point. Hi, I'm Liza Jean, a certified Enneagram coach and the founder of Living Simply Brave. Hi, I'm Megan Lynn, communications expert and founder of Voice Your Story. And together, we are Voice Your Brave Story, an Enneagram Journey podcast. A place to dive deeper into inner work to explore how we experience our stories through the foundation of the Enneagram and hear the brave journeys of everyday people who have faced trials along the way. Hello, Voice Your Brave Story community. My name is Megan Lynn, and I'm here with Liza Jean. We are here for our second episode. We're so excited. Um, and today I'm gonna take on the role as host. We're gonna talk a lot about the Enneagram, um, talking about the Enneagram journey to healing and creating community. To give you a brief definition of what the Enneagram is, it's an ancient personality typing system. It identifies nine personality types and they're all expressed individually and in relationship to the others. And so this acts as a unique tool for understanding and explaining that human behavior and the underlying motivations that drive that behavior. And then each type has unique gifts. Uh, different things that they offer to the world. And we're gonna learn about how those different numbers can interact with each other for healing and for growth and connection with one another. Um, I'm gonna let Liza answer a lot of the questions today because she is our in-house Enneagram expert. She is a certified Enneagram coach and I am not. So <laughs> we're gonna let her um, answer a lot of questions for us today. Um, I have a lot of interest in the Enneagram. I've done a lot of self-study, but I am certainly not a certified coach. So let's kick it off, Liza. Thanks, um, first Megan. I ask you, yeah. Um, so, so I think the first question that everybody asks when they hear this word is what is the Enneagram? Tell us. So I have given this question a lot of thought because I've been answer, answering this question for a long time. And every time I feel like I get asked, I am like, I need to break it down into the most simplest form so people can understand it because the Enneagram itself yes. is actually a very complex system, but I don't like to teach it that way in the beginning because people get super overwhelmed and they're like, just tell me my type, tell me my number. That's all I need to know. And it's like, that is not the destination to just know your type. It is a journey to find your type. And then also to walk out a healing process. Like that's what we're here for, right? Is to heal and have transformation. And so the most basic way that I can describe the Enneagram so that you guys can understand this is that there are nine different types of people in the world. And the when I say this, people are like, wait a minute, how are there only nine types? There's not only just nine types, exactly. there are different variations of each type, but there are basic nine types and that's the way to see it. So they are groupings of three and we're gonna be talking a lot about that in future episodes. We're gonna bring people on from each of the groupings, but basically there are nine types and they are grouped into three different types of categories. And that's typically how I walk a client through the process of finding their type is understanding which of these three categories do I fall into? And then what other of these three of the categories do I fall in? And that helps you find your type. So oh, I love that. There are three centers of intelligence. So basically we operate 
as humans out of one of the main centers. So the feeling center, the head center, or the body center. So typically each of us reach for one of those centers naturally, subconsciously, that's what we go to. It is innate. It is what we're born with. It is how we are created. It is not changed. We have a second type that we can reach for. So one of those three centers, we can then support the main center. And then there's a third center, which gets repressed after childhood. So basically, imagine yourself trying to sit on a two-legged stool and not fall over. So basically, the way that we're walking around in life is that is the work that we have to do is we have to learn how to bring up the repressed center. And I don't want to get in too much detail, but that is the basic way of understanding that we fall in one of those centers. And then we support ourselves with the other center. And the third one is almost just like chopped off, like it doesn't exist. And so that is like where the healing work really is. And that's where our purest part of who we are is. And that's like one of my favorite things to talk about. So. Um, I love that. I know when I started learning about the Enneagram that I, I was that exact person. I was like, I just want to know what my number is. Just, I want to figure it out. I want to know. And then the more that I dove into it, the more I was like, Oh, this is, this is really about how to make myself better. Oh, like now, you know, there's that whole saying of once you know better, you are then expected to do better. (laughs) And I had that revelation. I'm like, oh, now I have to do better with this. Like now I know these things that I'm not doing so well. And okay, all right, time to any up, time to do better. So yeah, let's and talk I think a little bit about what, oh, sorry. I Go was ahead. gonna say, I think that's so important um, to kind of validate is like a lot of people, um, because a lot of people see the Enneagram as like just a personality test and it's not. So it's similar category to like Myers-Briggs, um, I wouldn't even categorize the five life languages, but it, it's, it, it talks about our personality of like who we are, what our characteristics are, but really the Enneagram focuses on the core motivations. So as much as we want to walk around and start, like once you learn about the Enneagram, start typing other people, but really you can't do that because it's not based on their characteristics. It's about internal motivations, like what we don't share with other people or the deepest, darkest secrets that we have of like the things that we long for our fears and our struggles. And so that is why the Enneagram is different than other systems. And it is so transformational when you get to the different layers of it. And you really can understand that it's more than just a type or a common language is your number. You are more than your number. And it's not about, um, you know, putting yourself in a box. And I know that's probably what we should talk about next is like what the Enneagram is not right. The Enneagram is not a place to like put you in a box. It's not a place for you to be defined by. Um, And the way that I really, I'm a visual person. So I give visuals to people is imagine your entire life. People have been trying to shove you in this box, tell you who you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to act, how you're supposed to dress. And you're like, that's not me. And because of the way that most of us are raised in general, I don't want to talk about too much generalities of, you know, cultural, but a lot of us are like, do this, do this, do this, where we're told by our parents, our school teachers, the people, you know, the authority figures, you are only to do this, this, and this. And it's like, but that's, that goes against what my body is telling me that goes against what my instincts are telling me. And it's like, no, 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 just keep shoving yourself in a box. And it's like, 
the Enneagram is here to help you stand on that box and be fully who you are. Yeah. It lets you like embrace the box because you don't have to live within it. And I think it's, it's so interesting because in talking about what the Enneagram is and, and that, you know, that there's these different types and that, you know, people want to think about it so much in that way. Like you and I, we're both, we're both the same type. We're both type twos, but we function so differently. And when you were talking about motivation, I was like, that's, that's where we are. That's where we fully align. We might show up as a two in completely different ways. Um, sometimes in the exact same way, but (laughs) sometimes in completely (laughs) different ways. Um, but because we have that same core motivation that's underlying there, that's where we realize like, oh, that's why we're functioning in this way. And it's, it's just so empowering to learn about. So you talked a little bit about that journey in finding that it's a journey in finding your number. What does that mean? What does it mean to have to go through that? So (laughs) most people just want to take a test and just like, tell me all the things about my type. Unfortunately, because most of us, most of us have been either in or have walked through traumatic situations. Um, you and I have both, you know, walked our, our divorces and like that itself is traumatic. And it, it's almost like losing pieces of yourself and trying to figure out who you are as a person when you walk through something like that. And the Enneagram is so powerful in that is it, it, it is a journey. It is not something you can just push a button and, and get told this is what your type is. Some people do find their type pretty easily. Um, some who've done work, some who haven't done work can find their type super quickly because it's based on motivations. And so if you look at the motivations of each type, um, it is almost like a gut check and I'm going to be straight up honest. Like this work isn't for those who are just like, Oh, tell me it's, it's hard work. And I also want to encourage you to do the hard work. There's no one who can do it for you that you have to choose this. And we hope that you choose this. Um, and obviously, as we share more about our journeys um, in future episodes, you'll understand why we love the Enneagram so much and why it's it's turned into life work because it is a journey. It's not like you wake up one day and you just know everything about yourself. You don't. Yeah. That's just not how it works. And so the journey of finding your Enneagram type really is about sitting with yourself, being compassionate, being understanding. And also understanding that you are different from other people. You may have lived your whole yeah. life thinking, well, everybody's like me and they're just choosing to not be that way or they're being ignorant or they're just like being stubborn or they're just trying to make me mad or angry. People function because they're, they're functioning out of different motivations and we can't see each other's yeah. motivations And that's why the Enneagram is so powerful because when you not only learn about your type, which is a journey, you get to learn about other types and it allows you to understand the differences of each type. Some of them are similar. Like I said, there's groupings of three. And so some of them operate the same, but they're still motivated slightly different. But what happens is that part is so powerful. What happens though, is it allows you to have compassion for people who you've never been able to give compassion or empathy for because you didn't understand them. You're like, I don't get them. They're driving me crazy. They're doing this stuff on purpose. And they may subconsciously be doing those things because they're operating out of an unhealthy space. 
But what happens is when we can see that we're not the only ones who function like this, or when we do get to see that are other people who are functioning out of the same motivations, so much connections can be created in that space because you're not alone. And it also gives you common language to understand other people who you've never been able to understand ever in your life. Well, that's a huge part of how like my journey in figuring out my number, because um, I learned about the Enneagram not too long. I heard about it, talked on different podcasts that I was listening to. And um, I started picking up about it right around the time that my, I knew that my marriage was starting to fall apart. I knew there was something wrong and I was trying desperately to save it. Um, Did not spoiler alert, but Um, but what I did find throughout the process is I learned about my Enneagram number. I learned about my ex's Enneagram number and, and then also an understanding like the, how tied the numbers are to each other. So like a lot of other personality things you learn about, you learn about your personality type and how you function where the Enneagram is really interdependent upon the other numbers. A piece that you haven't talked about is how we go. Like we can, like if I'm as a two, um, I go a lot to an eight, uh, look a lot like an eight if I'm in a point of stress or if I'm in a high point, I look a lot more like a four. Like lately I've been questioning like, am I really a four? I might be a four. And I'm like, no, no, no. You're just in a really good space right now. That's why you feel like a four. Your motivation hasn't changed. You're just, you're functioning that way. But because of that, then the, the fours and the eights in my life, I'm like, oh, I'm getting that. And I'm understanding why they're functioning the way that they do. And, and there's, it just creates like how you're talking about with all that connection it, you can't just get in and learn about your number. You, you have to learn about everything else you have to understand, or at least the ones that are kind of close to you to, to pull all of that together. And I think that's, I think that's so unique about it and being able to, to understand the people around you. And, um, I just love it. I'd love to hear a little bit about your journey and how you came to learn about the Enneagram. Uh, well, again, because we're so similar and we're twos that our journeys <laughs> of finding our type are similar too. I um, was walking through a divorce, like I had already started the divorce and I knew that what helped me before when I went through um, the traumatic situations and just like really hard seasons, I listened to music. Um, but this time around, I discovered podcasts because like I needed to hear other people talk because I had kind of lost the foundation that I have. I had lost my support system. So like, I felt really super uncomfortable, like reaching out to people who I lost trust in, who were, who were kind of on the fence of like, do I trust this person? Do I share this one thing and find out if it then comes full circle, like this person, you know, that finds out about it. And it wasn't even just like with my girl's dad, when I was going through the divorce, like I was really hesitant about sharing anything that was going on because the support system was kind of like gone. So I started plugging into podcasts and I started talking about the Enneagram and I was like, what is this thing? Like, I need to know all things about this. (laughs) Right. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I felt so seen. Um, I felt so heard, even though like I was not even, um, you know, having a conversation with somebody, I was listening to something, you know, that was already probably pre-recorded or what have you. And I was like, wow, this makes me feel kind of very seen in like very kind of uncomfortable way, but it also made me feel so seen and like, I can love myself 
like, I know I'm not the only one who struggles with these things, but these motivations and the things that, you know, we long to have a desire that we struggle with, but listening to the podcast host talk about herself in a way that did not bring shame to what she was talking about. Because when you can talk about really hard things and you use a number and you don't use people's names, mm-hmm. it makes a huge difference. You'd be like, well, type twos do this and types five do this. And you may know like the person's name, but it's common language that typically those different types operate out of a normal habitual pattern, which we've been doing our whole lives. But yeah. Being able to like fully own that, right? And accept like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, I have been doing these things my whole life. And I now have a space to move towards growth or I can be really unhealthy and move to stress. Like, and those things happen naturally. There's nothing we can do to control that. But like you, Megan, had said about knowing your other types, the other numbers that you move to when you're in stress and growth are huge. Because then it allows you to choose the high side or choose the low side or go, okay, I need to spend some time alone. Or I need to go and get on the phone and connect with people because I'm feeling isolated and I I need help, but I don't know how to ask for help. I mean, there's so many things that allow us. And so when I was walking through that really hard season, I was just like, okay. I'm in, I'm all in like, whatever this thing is, I'm all in. And <laughs> I feel like we should have given a, like a warning to people. Like if you're, if you've not really learned much about the Enneagram and you're just diving in, prepare to give all of your free time now, <laughs> all of your spare money to books about the Enneagram, all of your free time to podcasts about the Enneagram and taking all of the <laughs> possible notes and quizzes that you can to try to figure out what your number is. Cause it, yeah, it is a addictively obsessive, but very healthy um, way to learn about it. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge piece actually of encouragement because I've been studying the Enneagram for like three and a half years. And I I am a certified coach now. I went through a process to get certified, to be able to coach. Um, Specifically, I I work with women. Um, And it's really interesting is because like, I still can't get enough of it. Like there's so much to learn because if you can take any topic, parenting, co-parenting, uh, family life, business, career, job, um, friendships, boundaries. I mean, literally Megan, you could rattle off a topic and be like, yep, I can tell you about that has to do with Enneagram. And that's what I think is so powerful is the Enneagram can be combined because it is just a tool. It's not like the gospel. It's not, you know, anything like that, but it's like, it's a tool that you can use alongside other practices um, to kind of like give you that extra lift almost to be able to keep going and have an extra space to go, well, let me look at it through my Enneagram type because wow, I keep doing the same thing over again. And I don't want to do the same thing over again. We look forward to continuing this conversation next time. Thank you. We are so grateful that with all of the choices of where you could have spent your time today, that you joined us. If you enjoyed what you listened to, we would love to hear from you. You can find us at Voice Your Brave Story on Facebook and Instagram. And it would also mean the world to us if you would give us a five-star rating on the platform that you found us on. Nothing helps us spread the word more than when people share about what they love. Thank you so much for joining us. In the meantime, remember, 
Your brave story matters. Voice it. Interested in learning more about how you can voice your brave story? Join me, Liza Jean, on January 8th through the 10th for a free three-day Enneagram Bootcamp. Enneagram Bootcamp is for women who haven't heard of the Enneagram and are curious about discovering who they are at their core. It's for women who haven't discovered their type yet and have a good understanding of what the Enneagram is. It's also for women who know their type but don't know what to do next. And it's also for women who want to connect with other brave women and learn about their Enneagram types. Come join me on January 8th through the 10th Find out more information by heading over to livingsimplybrave.com slash bootcamp to get all the details and get registered for the once a year event. You're not going to want to miss out.